Welcome back to another week of the Roroni Sports Update. This week we've got our special guest Noah Edwards of the ANU Football Club. Welcome. Thanks, Jess. It's uh, Thanks, mate. Uh, the ANU Football Club, the under-23s, have recently won the Premiership over the weekend and we're very excited to hear all about that. So uh, before we get into it, we'll acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, uh, something that's very important to us all here at ANU and at Moroni. We would like to acknowledge the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which Moroni is created. We pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge that the name Moroni was taken from the Wadi Wadi Nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. First this week in the world of sport, the Women's World Cup drew to a close over the weekend. Australia played Sweden in the third place playoff and had a disappointing 2-0 defeat. Sweden playing a vastly better game with Australia seeming to use up all their energy and passion in the semi-final loss to England. The match was still attended by 55,000 at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane and was a, a fitting farewell for a great tournament. On Sunday night, the final in Sydney at Olympic Stadium was a dramatic and tense affair. Spain playing England and they had a 1-0 victory. They missed a penalty as well so it could have been more and also hit the post. It was a, a big triumph for a Spain team that's had a lot of recent change although uh, with a lot of dissent towards the coach and uh, booing from fans and incohesion in the team, so a big triumph for them. Did you watch it, Noah? What did you think? Absolutely. Yeah, I thought Spain were the better team for most of the game. They played amazing football. Um, England did want to stay in it, to be fair, but Spain ultimately deserved the win, despite all the controversy around their coach. Yeah, and 13 minutes of added time at the end of the game. Spain doing well to hold out for what ended up being a 58-minute half. In other sports news, we had the AFL coming with one more round. Most of the finals teams locked in, with Hawthorne having a big upset win, as well as West Coast Eagles, who had won just two games all season, beating the Western Bulldogs and knocking them out of finals contention. Now, to Noah and the Fast Five questions. Welcome, Noah, and tell us a bit about yourself. Cheers, Jess. Uh, g'day, Warani. My name's Noah. Uh, I'm a mate of Jerry's. Oh, no, not Jerry's, Jez's. I don't know why I said that. Um, and I play for ANUFC and ANU Cricket Club as well. And Jez asked to have me on because the under 23s won the minor premiership recently. Um, oh, is this mic? Does this one work here? Can I get a. We have some mic issues. All right, which I've got two mics in my face right now. I'm not sure which one's working, but I'm going to do a bit of a balancing act with both of them. So hopefully one of them gets the voice. So, right. Noah, tell us about yourself. So, um, third year at ANU, play a lot of soccer. Uh, not very well, uh, but I try. Um, play a bit of cricket, not as good as Jez here, but once again, I try. Uh, yeah. That's about it for me. Uh, so we'll start off with five fast questions, just to kind of get to know you a little bit. Uh, what's your favourite colour? Got to be a dark blue, I'd say. Very strong, very strong. Go to drink at the bar. Water. Stay hydrated, kids. Dream car. Probably a Honda. Nice and reliable. 
any specific make uh, style? Honestly, one that I can afford and one that works would be probably do. Nice, nice. Uh, your favourite thing about being at ANU? Going on your radio show. And to finish, tell us a joke. Oh, no. You put me on the spot here, mate. I usually work off the room, so I can't quite give you a joke right now, but I might think of one later. Sounds good, sounds good. So to begin with, tell us you won the minor premiership yesterday. We did indeed. Do you have a final series upcoming then? We do, we do. So we've got two more regular season games coming up and then we got a three-week final series. But thankfully, since we're in first spot, we if we win our first game, we've got a pretty good run to the final. And uh, so tell us a bit more broadly about the... Tell us a bit more broadly about the kind of structure of the team, the competition you play in, uh, and then as well things are for yourself, your position and that kind of thing. Absolutely. So um, currently I'm in the under-23s team. Uh, so attached with a 23s team is a first-grade team, and we work off them. So ANU's first-grade team play in the Capital Premier League competition, which is essentially National Premier League 2. And we play in the under-23s competition attached to that. So we play all of the Capital Premier League teams as under-23s team. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's how the league works. So do you have some pretty far trips for your games? Do you go out past the Canberra city? Absolutely. So we've got Wagga Wagga and Ugali, which is in Griffith. That's always a long one. It's always hard on the legs when you've been in the car for a few hours. But they're always quite fun when you have the overnight trips with your mates in hotel rooms. Talk us through those. What are those like? The kind of you know things you get up to. The if you get to know the other teams, that kind of thing. Um, this year it's been a bit different because our trip to Wagga Wagga was right during exams. So a lot of us decided to just go over on the day and then come back before we could spend the night because we need to get back for exams. And with Griffith, we actually chose to stay in Wagga Wagga the night beforehand so to break up the drive so we weren't too tired when we got out there to play the game. But then since the four-hour drive back, we decided to just go straight back to Canberra that night. So a few less away trips this year, but still good fun. Definitely that night in Wagga Wagga was great. Team dinner, a uh, bit of shenanigans in the hotel rooms, not all of which I can talk about on here. But, Yeah. And uh, tell us about the game on the weekend that won you the premiership. Okay, so this game was quite interesting. So it was quite a close game for a bit. We were playing the White Eagles under-23s team. They actually scored first, quite a nice goal at the front post. I think we fell asleep a bit. But then one of our players, Jack Gibson, and he'll love it, I'm talking about him here, he went and scored four goals, three of which were free kicks. So that really made the day very easy for us. And... What also made the day extremely easy was the guy that I was marking, who in fairness was playing a lot better than me and I was struggling a bit. He got sent off. So once we went, so once they went down to 10 men, we had a three goal lead. It became a pretty stock standard game for us. So we came away with the win, thankfully. What was league. the final score? 5-2 in the end. And tell us a bit about yourself, Noah. Which position do you play and who do you see yourself most like in the professional game? Jez, that's a great question. Um, so anyone that knows me in this team has known that I've bounced around from spot to spot recently. Uh, start of the season, I was a midfielder, but got a lot of time on the bench. I did a, a few big shifts there. Um, 
And then the coach put me up front because we were short up front. So much of the first half of the season, the middle half was about learning to be a winger. And eventually I got a chance at striker, did okay for 10 minutes and became sort of into a striker, but still a winger a lot as well. Then we were short of goalkeepers one game. So being a cricket man myself, having kept a bit of Sunday league, I got called up to keep for the under 23s, which was good fun because we won, which is great. And then uh, I got put at strike the next game. So there's a saying, a box to box player, where you run from box to box. I call myself box and box. So I stand one box, stand the other box, don't go in the middle, which yeah, is great. Very good. Very but good. on the weekend, I played at center midfield again. So back in my home spot, which is great. And so are you just any footballer ever? Um, Taken inspiration from all of the greats? Look, I like to think I play like Iniesta, but in reality, it's probably not Iniesta or I'd be playing in a lot better teams than this, to be fair. Very good. And how was kind of the rest of your season leading into this big game on the weekend? Had you been winning most of your games? Were there Was there one or two teams that were kind of really battling it out with you at the top? Yeah, so great question, Jez. So we were pretty far ahead on top. That's generally the nature of ANU under-23s teams. We get a lot of talent coming in for uni. And uh, we play in CPL, which is NPL2. So we had a pretty comfortable season here. We lost two games and we drew a few, which we probably should have won. But funnily enough, we were meant to win, or not meant to win, but we thought we probably could have won the minor premiership last weekend. But we lost to a team we probably should have beat which all credit to them. They played a great game, but it was a, it was a bit of a eye-opening moment just before finals, you know, knowing that any team can come and beat you on their day. And I think we learned a good lesson about complacency. So we got it done this week, which is great. Yeah, good to see you bounce back strong. And uh, does this really strong group of 23s, how does that translate into your first grade team? Are they quite good as well? Yeah, so our first grade's really good. The talent in that group is absolutely insane you know there are players coming from sydney npl1 to come and play for us um there's some absolutely insane talent their results wise i think they they could make finals because it's obviously a much different competition in first grade players getting paid at different clubs um ANU doesn't pay players which can make it hard but it also makes it a really good like team environment and really social which we really enjoy at anu uh, but yeah, so you get plenty of guys mo- moving up to first grade from under 23s, which is great. There's plenty of movement between teams and also plenty of overage players coming down and being leaders in, our, in our team, which is really, really nice to have. And talk us through your kind of hopes and aspirations of moving into that first grade team. How are you finding that? Are you on the way there? Well, look, if I'm being honest, I think first grades are pretty, pretty far away from me. There's a lot of talent in this team. But look, if the opportunity presents itself, I'll definitely take it. But right now, I'm just enjoying playing under-23s with all my friends. So, yeah. It sounds like you're part of a really strong group and you've got a really, really good team culture going there. Talk us through your preparations and superstitions. Have you got any kind of lucky charms or things like that that you need to do? Oh, funnily enough, I'm not a big sleeper before before games. Um I just never have had good night's sleep, so I get really nervous before games, which culminated this week 
in quite a funny interaction. So my mate Matt, who goes to B and G, great player, came came to check on me because he knew I get uh, because he know because he knows I get nervous before games. It was about it was about eleven p.m. He came to check on me just to see if I was doing okay, and it ended up in hey, let's go watch a movie at our mates, and then that ended up in let's play Call of Duty. Now, funny thing about that is I've never played Call of Duty before. I don't play many video games, and there all of a sudden was this rule that if you if you get no kills in a game of Call of Duty, you have to do a nudie run from Brewster B and G. So if we're talking pre-match uh, preparation, I got a, I had a great little jog from Brewster B and G at midnight on Friday night uh, with very minimal clothes. Um, and I think that was a big part of our victory on the weekend, you know, really great preparation. And so do you think that'll have to become a regular over the next few weeks as you try and win the, the major premiership? Hopefully not. But then again, anything's possible. You know, if it's if it works, don't change it, right? Yeah, some things can be changed. You know, we're always striving for better. So just because something worked one week doesn't mean we have to do it the next week. And uh, looking back at some highlights of this season, are there any games or moments that stick out to you as really key turning points in success or just things that you really, really enjoyed? I'd say as a team, uh, we had quite uh not painful but quite a disappointing loss to Queanbeyan near the start of the season we were the better team for a lot of it but they managed to get up 2-1 and we can come back to my contributions in that game later but I'd say one of the turning points was that game because the next game we went and won 9-1 then the next few games we won by five plus goals so I think that was a switch that uh, I think that flicked a switch in our team and then we really got on a roll there and started beating teams by a lot of goals and got our goal difference up and hit, hit the top of the table, which is nice. And uh, as for you on an individual level, did you score many goals or play any really good games that you were really pleased with? Ooh. Look, this season's not been my best. I've been struggling for form, but I'd say one of the recent Queen being games, I got my, got one of my, I got my first starter striker this season and scored two goals both of which like from a striker's point of view were quite good goals. So that was a nice, um, almost, that was a nice game for the confidence to know that I can go and score goals and go and play well at this level because it's a level I haven't really played at before. So that was quite nice. Yeah, congratulations. It sounds like your, your game's really evolving. So talk us through kind of where you're at last year and how you've gotten better and what you've done to improve. So last year, last year I played in the State League One team which is just below Capital Premier League, which is what I'm playing now in the under-23s team. It was, it was a bit of a social team, so we didn't win many games. Uh, we actually copped a bit of punishment most games. But I'd say probably the improvement has just been playing and training with a bunch of players who are a lot better than me. You know, it can really suck after training when you've just not really played well and you've been outplayed. But eventually after months of work with them, you just get better. And I still definitely get outplayed in training, but I've gotten a lot better. And I think that's translated into game performance. So absolutely. Yeah, definitely the best part of it has been the training and playing with better players. Uh, and you touched before on the game against Queanbeyan oh, yes. earlier in the season. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? All right. So where do I start with this game? This was a very, very eventful game for me. Uh, I came on on the field in, in about the 80th minute off the bench, really looking to make an impact. It was one all 
really thought I could go out and help the team get a win, make a big impact. Uh, I did have a, a big impact. Uh, about five minutes later, I end up handballing it off the line to stop one of their goals. And the ref definitely saw and I got a red card, which was absolutely fair. And it's very hard to argue that one. And they scored the penalty. So it didn't really help. And I got a nice week suspension. But I'd do it again, to be honest. So it was the right choice to make. It just didn't quite work out this time. Yeah, you know, could easily have been a missed penalty and a, a match-saving contribution. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's one of the – it's always about the it's about the toss-up of do you either let it be a goal and chase the game with, um, with 11 players or do you give them the chance to miss the penalty or potentially chase the game with 10 players. And in the split-second moment, I decided that it was best to – let our keeper Cameron Reeves, or or, or or we call him Chad, he's quite a good penalty saver. To I thought it would be best to give him the chance of saving the penalty, which unfortunately he couldn't quite do this game, but it was definitely the right choice to make. And so were you old enough to remember the 2010 World Cup? I was old enough to remember that. I remember there were a few handballs that World Cup. And uh, so before you did the same kind of thing, did you sympathise with Luis Suarez or did you think he was a bit of a cheat? At first, I thought he was a cheat, but as you grow older, you understand that while it probably wasn't the most sportsmanlike move, he accepted the consequences of getting sent off and the penalty, and he gave them the chance to score, and they couldn't score. So I definitely understand both sides, having been in the position, but I sympathize a lot more with him now when you're in the position on the line and you want to win the game. Sometimes, sometimes getting yourself sent off and sacrificing yourself for the team is the best thing to do. It's all about the situation you're in and kind of, you know, the the moment in the game. Yeah. It's a, a very philosophical debate and I think it's, you know, dangerous to talk about it without having been in the same position yourself. Yeah. Moving on, do you, what kind of advice would you have for any, any footballers out there at ANU at the moment? I'd say... Doesn't matter what team you're in, just play with your mates. That's that's the best part of it. Realistically, none of us are going to be professional footballers. So your mates make it a lot more enjoyable. And that's one thing I've enjoyed about this year. I went to uni games last year with some of these boys and then I thought I'd try out for this team and play with them this year. And, you know, it's been an absolute blast. Also helps when you're winning a lot of games as well. But, yeah. It's good to hear that you're enjoying your football and there's really no point doing it if you're not going to enjoy it. Do you have any more general life advice, any words you live by that help you, you know, keep moving forward in life and keep enjoying what you're doing? Just say it's not that deep. Something bad happens, it's not that deep. Sometimes it is, in which case that's a problem, but a lot of the times it's not that deep. I, I don't have a lot of philosophical advice, but that's the, that's the one thing I'd say. Yeah, if you just keep, you know, moving on with it, there's always a new day tomorrow to wake up to and... You know, things happen. It's just the way it is. You can't control what you can't control, right? Absolutely. Now, before we let you go, I've got one last question for you. Who's the, the better footballer, Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo? That's an age-old question. Uh, while I would like to appreciate both players just for who they are, got to go with Messi. Been a Messi fan for a long time. Um, you know, everyone loves to compare stats, but any anyone who knows football... Who, who is impartial in the situation, 
who watches football can just see that Messi is the better footballer. Not that Ronaldo's not good, but Messi's impact on on the field and in games is goes much beyond goals and assists. What do you think, Jez? I have to agree with you there. If you watch the game, Messi does so much more than score and assist. He he controls games and he, he makes them a joy to watch. Yeah. That's all for today. Thank you for coming on, Noah, and sharing your victorious season with us and your advice and experiences. It's been great to have you. Thanks so much, Jez. And, absolute uh, absolute honour to be on here. We'll be back next week with Australian hockey player Max Robson. Oh, Max. Righto. Enjoy that one. We will. Thank you, Noah. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Jez.